on YouTube today. Pog champ. Yeah. Uh, just just a little 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 something to throw out there. That's a that's Poggers. a milestone. Uh, hopefully the next hundred's a little bit easier than the first hundred. But as you know what they say, it's 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 hard. Uh, the first hundred's the hardest. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? My name is Nick Evans, aka Nevins Island, and we are doing for your Thursday show the casual gaming conversation. As always, I'm joined with the brother from the same mother, the brother Evans, Connor Evans. Connor, how you doing? Doing good. Feeling better than last week. All moved into the new place. Got some artwork. Looking good. Looking crisp. Feeling good. The set looks awesome. The nice part is, so very soon, like very, very soon, um, we are going to take this gorgeous green screen that we have. And one way or another, we have the poster from way back when in January with the fundraising that everyone did. Signed all the names. I still need to get the Twitch names from everyone that subbed that month. There was only like six people that subbed in January, but I do need to put their names on the poster because they gave us money in January. Um, but uh, we're gonna get that thing framed hopefully tonight. And so it might go the taking taking a little tour. It might go on that wall right there, and I might like move the seek discomfort flag. But we got to get that up in the set somehow. And it looks awesome. Like it's really cool. You have all the names in like regular handwriting. Uh, on the outside of the of the logo and everything, and then on the inside of the on island time, it's all the guys that uh, are part of Nevins Island or were part of that stream. So we like it was myself. It's myself, the four other guys, and we also include Dalton and Shane McNabb. Uh, those two were huge participants in both twelve hour streams. So we we definitely had to give them credit where credit is due for helping out so much with that. But yeah, uh, so hopefully my my aesthetic is going to look a little bit better uh, in probably, hopefully, by the Nevinson Podcast tomorrow night. So we're, we're really excited to, one, shoot the Nevinson Podcast. I have a fun topic uh, n- tomorrow night, but also it, it should be a good time. I need to actually talk to you about that uh, to see if you're going to be working on uh, next Saturday night, because if you're not, then uh, we'd love to have you on the podcast with myself, Sam, and uh, and Josh. So. Maybe, maybe, because we're doing it live. We're doing it live. I get to see you in, like, a week. Literally in, like, oh, a yeah. week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about that, of me coming I up? I forgot about it out. completely. My whole schedule is, like, totally thrown through a loop right now because I don't have a schedule because yeah. I have moved and I'm kind of restarting and resetting a little bit. So things are all over the place. So, But, yeah, it should it's be good. good. Uh, but yeah, now something the, on your bottom lip. Uh, actually, it's a cut. Gotcha. Right there, yeah. No, no, no. A white bit on the top of it? Maybe, maybe. maybe. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Might have been a little little uh, mac and cheese from lunch today. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's still there a little bit. I, I see it. But we're not going to worry about that. What we are going to worry about is the Casual Gaming Conversation, the weekly show where we come at you with all the beautiful gaming conversations that we can possibly have in a casual format. We go through what we've been playing. We go through a big topic, and then we end with that sweet Sweet rapid fire. Connor, are you excited? I'm always excited. Dude, let's just hop into it. Connor Evans, what have you been playing? Uh, yeah, so I have continued to play more Wolfenstein, the new order. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, the new order. The other one's the new Colossus, I think. Um, and yeah, it's, it's good. It's a little bit basic, but I think it might be because I'm still like relatively early. Like, I think I've done like three missions at this point 
uh, rather than not even having completed one last week. So I've played a little bit, like not not a ton, but it's kind of my go-to when I need something a little more like shut your mind off, like just kind of shoot Nazis in the face type of type of deal. Um, And like, yeah, it's, it's good. I think the story is like really interesting. Um, So like, if you don't know, so in Wolfenstein, uh, it's, it's set in world war two. They're fighting the Nazis, the Americans fighting the Nazis. And then there's like a big, like time jump where BJ Blazkowicz or whatever, he gets like captured and then uh like kind of gets like knocked out basically for like 30 years and then uh comes back and like the nazis have like won and have like taken over everything and like there's no resistance apparently because they're all captured like it's all like really dire so like right now we're just like going to get the people who are uh, potentially like being held in like berlin to potentially like restart like fighting the nazis but i think it's a cool idea for like an alternate history type deal of like what would happen if if that were to take place so like it's set in 1960 so it's it's kind of weird to see these people in this time period because it's so like not what you're used to or whatever um but yeah other than that when it comes to actually playing the game that's where i have a little bit more of a um of an issue with it so far it's just it just doesn't feel good to play if that makes sense like the gunplay like i don't i don't feel like very crunchy if that makes sense like when i play doom like i i'm like zipping around feeling real good all the guns feel really meaty and pack a punch um but when i switch over to this like i just like don't feel that way it it like when I kill somebody I don't really like feel it if that makes sense. Yeah. Mean, for some reason that's kind of turning me off a little bit to actually wanting to physically play it, but I'm going to keep trucking along. I think it's 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 more interesting from a story perspective than from a gameplay perspective. Um but yeah, I've been yeah. playing that. That that's awesome. Any anything else on the docket for what you've been playing? Still playing Valorant, you know. Nice. Still just rocking and rolling. Uh last week when we talked, I was pretty down bad. Had the red carpet going in competitive just losing every game i dropped from like gold three down to gold one which is just sad if i ever drop into silver ever again i'm just gonna stop playing the game <laughs> um, like that would be so demoralizing for me but uh yeah dropped down to gold one i'm about to get back to gold three i got the green carpet going for me now i haven't lost again i've won like six games in a row so nice. like I, we're turning around i was trying to hit you up last night as a late night uh booty call for valorant i wanted to, is that I wanted last to night down. last night i, I did at like ago. about 11 o'clock um when you asked two nights ago me and two uh, of my friends our mutual friends brady and noah were on and we played one game but you had asked like after and it was like really late yeah. for us oh, at it, this it, point it's yeah I, i'm being an oh, hour behind too because like your guys' is like late night gaming is mine. Like, okay, I just finished up like what I gotta get done for school today and what I gotta right. do. Like, and so all of a sudden I like finish and I'm like good to go. Well, you guys have played that about hour hour thirty of gaming already, and you're sort of already like set in or burnt mm-hmm. out, whatever it might be. But yeah, uh, did you uh, just uh, asking if you have don't if you haven't no problem. It's been only a week. Uh, see if these have you hopped back into any see if these or we we played the multiplayer before we got in valorant we like there's like a kind of like drop in like just shoot cannons at each other like multiplayer type game mode and it was it, we were just getting absolutely dicked on like <laughs> it was not fun we we just don't know enough about the game to really get into that so yeah see of thieves i, I don't know like 
I want to just play the co-op stuff personally, but I think that other people want to kind of jump into other like competitive stuff, and I, I don't really that's not what I want out of that game. If I'm yeah. being honest, yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this now. I'm just gonna throw this one out there. Cause, and uh, are we gonna switch over to me? Anything else? Oh, I also played the new season of Fall Guys for a little bit. Okay, we'll we'll talk about that when in a moment. Uh, because I, I want to talk about that with you. That's my big thing. Um. Of course it is. That's all you ever talk well, about. Well, on this no, show. because there's a, there's a couple there's a couple aspects to it. Uh, I want to I want to set a date. I want to make a date, a little date night, a little between you and me. This upcoming Tuesday, you hop on Discord. We play. I screen share to you the uh, the Resident Evil Seven, and mm-hmm. we we play some Mario Seven together. And I you you sort of because part of it like. I I like streaming like so much. I love everything about it. I love talking to the chat. I love hanging out with new people. I I love it. Like there's nothing better. Uh-huh. But there's this thing when you're down bad and you're just like playing poorly in a game, like it's not fun because you're like, oh man, I have to perform for these people. Um and so with Resident Evil 7, there was like 40 minutes where I just didn't know what I was doing and it was it was awful to watch these sort of deals. So like uh-huh. having somebody there to guide me a little bit might make it a little bit more fun for me streaming. And maybe a little bit less scary also having someone there with me. But yeah. the other big thing, uh, last night I was I had my entire day planned out and I was like, Cool, you're gonna end with playing some Fall Guys and then I start I was I'm watching through the One Tree Hill again right now. I'm on season four. It just like picked up big time. It's the best season of the show is season three and then season four. Um and I'm like, Oh man, I'm probably not. I then get the notification from one Jim Tasty Jim Tasty was the person that me and him and this other guy went and wiped the floor with one Snowbike Mike and Andy Cortez in that Warzone lobby, and we got the dub against them in that final six, us three versus their three, and we, we smoked them. So Jim Tasty and myself, we, we became good buddies uh, streaming-wise, like where he'll hop in my stream every now and then, and I'll hop in his, and every now and then when we get to, we'll hop in the Warzone or we'll hop in some Fall Guys together. Last night in a season on Fall Guys, I hit him up in the chat. I'm like, yo, you got an extra spot? And we dropped in for three hours. And we started on my time at midnight. So I was, we, I got no crowns in the night. We, we had a couple other people. JT got two, and then each other person got one. And there was one moment where it was like, am I going to get it or the other guy? And I'm not going to say I fell on purpose because I, I get crowns enough. Like, I get, like, two, three crowns of stream that I do with Fall Guys. Um, but I, I might have taken a little bit of a, a little dive into the lava at the end of the day. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I don't know. I, I love, uh, it was a great night last night hopping in. I, I wasn't streaming. I didn't intend on streaming. We canceled the bracket episode because I was feeling that bad that morning. And then I took a nap and I felt a lot better. And today I'm feeling like, like still, still down a little bit bad. The throat is healed up completely. I feel totally good there. Um, the nose is still a little bit stuffy. Allergies are kicking in like full fledged. The Paul yeah. down here is crazy. I'm, I'm going in that too. Yeah, it's so, worse in Ohio than it is in Massachusetts. So yeah, getting out of it and then coming back to it has not been fun. Not I don't fun. feel great. Yeah. And we have to have our windows open all the time too. And it's been really nice out, so the pollen's just kind of been yeah. Sa- out same of same with us. We we normally crack the door open mainly because we live with four guys and it can get ripe in here every now and then. Right. Um, but yeah, so I. I wasn't streaming, and we canceled the bracket episode. We we haven't done a bracket episode in like three weeks. Like the last Jeez. one we did was Billie Eilish, and that was a great episode. Go check that out on the Nevins Island YouTube. But other than that, it's been we haven't done one in a while, and I had to cancel streaming on Tuesday due to just feeling sick. But 
now that we're back at it, I'm super excited to hop in Friday and play some more The Last of Us. That's the other big game that I've been playing. We'll, we'll talk about Fall Guys Season 4 in just a moment. But The Last of Us with Jake. Uh, the first week, I told you, he was, like, at the very end of it, warming up. And then it just kept on going up from there. Like, he kept on just, like, beat after beat, loving this game. Brief spoilers for The Last of Us. Um, Like, every... And, and not, not big spoilers. I'm going to leave names out of it. But with each character death and with each amazing moment, I feel like the, there's a moment in the game that's a turning point right before the university where uh, Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson just absolutely murder that acting scene. And you, you're you like, mm -hmm. the heart is wrenched. And for him, his whole thing was like, certain characters he wasn't able to get too attached to, whether they die or go away, and those emotional beasts didn't hit. But when that happened, and it's these characters now that he's been with for eight hours, he was like, okay, like, I'm, I'm, I'm in now. Like, this is awesome. And... There was there was a moment where he's like, aw, like and like it got all like fuzzy and he actually I was like, Are you being sarcastic? He's like, No, this is actually like hitting. And it's really interesting to see him like super warm up. And so we're about to hop into winter tomorrow after the Netflix Island podcast and I'm I'm stoked for it. Like it's gonna be awesome. And uh we're closing out that stream, probably got like another three and a half hours to go. But yeah, it's it's gonna be a great stream, it's gonna be a great night, and I'm stoked for it. But like I said, last night on stream, well not my stream, someone else's stream. Fall Guys Season 4. What do you think of Fall Guys Season 4? So I, I only played for like a few hours, three hours, something like that. So I played a, a decent amount. Um, I jumped into it. The groups is new, right? Playing uh, with, with yeah. four people like in a squad or whatever. Um, that just doesn't work. Like, yeah, it's hard. You can't you can't get um, a lobby. Like there seems to be some issue with it. So we're playing on the first day that it comes out. And for some reason, like it'll start us at like 40 people and then it'll just drop and you need 40 to start. Yeah. So then like you have to like back out and then hope you get it works out. So we just stopped doing that. Yep. And, and when we were doing it, like we were all so um, out of shape when it comes to that game. Like we just were not getting past the first round like ever, um, which was not fun. So there's that. And then uh, for like the... The few um, ones that we played that that are new ones or whatever, like the the futuristic ones, they were cool. I mean, yeah. uh, I did I did one of the race ones where there's like at the very end, it, it, notably, this is how I'm remembering it. It has like the yeah, and it Big shoots balls. you up. That was fun. Um, that was a good one. Uh, and then it was good to be able to play like a lot of the older ones too. Um, that I didn't get around to. Like I I won um, the hexagon ice one. The nice. Um, yep. Yeah, that one sucks. I'm, I'm gonna say I, it. I, I I totally agree. I feel like it's a way bigger crapshoot than normal hex, right? Um, because when it gets down to it, like your your ability to look down and, as we say on the stream, observe and report. You just gotta look at what's happening and then you tell the stream what's happening. And you have to like understand. All right, I'm gonna go from here and then jump. I purple. There's a section right there. I'm gonna make my move with thin ice. You're not able to know how, like, well, you do know what's deeper, but you get down to that final layer all of a sudden. You're like, I, I can't even make it over there in time because there's no ice in the middle. It's, it is not a game for season one players to hop back in and be like, right, yes, and like. This I mean, I, I did it the one time in one, yeah. but it, you just play it kind of similar, similarly to how you would just regular hexagon, um, but. For me, my issue with it is that, like, 
So it's like four or five layers of, of ice or whatever. Like for four layers, like who cares? Just yeah. like there's no strategy to that. So like the first, like, nobody's going to get out during that first little bit unless you fall off the edge, which like that's your own fault if you're doing that. I've done uh, that but, before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like I just feel like it's a waste. Whereas like their strategy right off the jump for um hexagon so whereas here it just feels like it's it's a baby game until like the last like little bit yeah i i with that being said though i feel there there's a couple of things that i've picked up on that people have been doing and you start out you get in the middle and then you you drop one like all the way through to the lava and so basically there's that sinkhole in the middle and it's when all of a sudden you're running around you see somebody like jump into your sinkhole thinking that they're going to be all right stuff like that a lot of people have been doing that and making that game a lot like it, it takes out a couple right. of the jabronis off the jump and it makes it a little bit more skilled but at the end of the day it's still it's still hard it's still it's it's but at a lot of the finales are crapshoots when you really think about it like fall mountain yeah. at the end of the day you you get hit by one ball that you can't even see and it barrels at you you're done it's over yeah but there's skill there still i i think that one's good i think that um do you like the jump, the jump one? I, I used to hate it i like it more now than i did in the past have just you, because i think there's a lot the more one skill with there. a fan on it too there's a fan that can blow you have you played oh, that okay. one yet no there, i haven't there, that's good it's uh so there's this like around both rotators where you have to jump over the big one and basically duck under the uh, small one, whatever it looks like. There's a fan that also pushes you to the center, and you have to, like, play the fan, because if you just, like, stay in one spot, it will fling you to the front. So you have mm-hmm. to, like, jump to the left, hop over. Like, there's, like, a, an extra element to it that, once again, that, that game becomes way more skillful and also deters people from grabbing, because if you grab and then the fan comes at you, you're smoked. So yeah. you just have to outskill everyone, and I I love it. I'm I'm there for it. Um, there, the finales overall in this game. The reason that I love this game so much is for people like you to hop back in. There is so much freaking content in this game now. With right. the medieval season, uh, there was only like six or seven new games, but now that we've gotten the uh the winter season, there was like eight new games. They added right. way more than they did with the uh, season two, and now here we are, season three. And we get the rollout. Uh, have you played the rollout one that's a race now? The one with the spinny things that's a race? Oh, yeah, yeah. And where you got to get to the very yeah, end. And yeah. there's just the rotation. That's, that's new? That's that's brand new. And huh. I feel like that's... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> that's them taking old ideas and making them great. And, like, actually learning how to perfect what exactly... Because no one's, like, favorite game was that version of it where it's just stay alive and then people would grab mm-hmm. and toss it, it's more skill straightforward and i'm here for it i love this game it yeah. was one of my favorite games from last year and we had a little bet yeah. on what what game's gonna do like blow up the most in uh 2021 uh i said it was with it's our predictions bet so it's not just like this one in particular but i said Fall Guys. I stuck with Fall Guys. And you said a little Among Us. So, as of right now, I would say Fall Guys has taken a sizable lead over Among Us. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Did I say Among Us? I think you did. I, I can pull up the document. But, but yeah. Uh, that doesn't sound right. So, but... do, do, where, overall, though, yeah, are you excited to hop back in? What, where do you Yeah, now? I mean, I, it's casual. I'll play, like, every once in a while if other people are on. But... We also played the uh, the battery one, the team one, where yeah. you like, hold the battery. I like that one. That one's good. It's like it, Splatoon. 
Yeah, it, it is like Splatoon. It's freaking yeah. awesome. Uh, let me let me see if uh, I can pull this up. Um, between these six ongoing games, which has the best chance to grow in 2021? And those were Fall Guys, Among Us, Fortnite, Animal Crossing, Apex, or Valorant. Connor said Among Us. I said Fall Guys. So I, I got the proof, man. I got the proof. I got, I got the proof. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are about to hop into our next segment, which is the big question of the day. And that question is, what, uh, not what, has next gen been worth it? Has next gen been this, and you can take this into multiple ways, and the ones that I really want to talk about is, was like the leap worth the extra four or five hundred bucks? Were the games worth the extra four or five hundred bucks? And now that we've calmed down and have sort of just mellowed out, what's happening next? Is it worth it? And as somebody that has been in the next gen ecosystem, then gave that away, and then someone that still is in that ecosystem, now that we are four or five months removed from the hype of the launch, where where is your head out with this? Yeah, I think that we're in a good in a good spot. Um, and I think that people need to understand that these things take time, and oftentimes publishers or, or console creators like Sony and, and Microsoft will will blow their load a little bit in the beginning, and then there's not a lot to look forward to for a little bit. Um, but you kind of have to just hold on and know that your investment's worth it in the long run. Um, so for me, uh, thinking about the future of the PlayStation ecosystem or the Xbox ecosystem, you have to just understand that things will come down the pipeline. And just because your investment felt really good in the beginning and then kind of slowed down doesn't mean it's not worth it. You're investing in like seven, eight years of, of games. Yeah. You're not investing in two games in the beginning and then expecting like everything to just fall into place immediately after that um and if you're buying an xbox you're not buying it for anything you're just buying it on the promise that stuff will come so for example when the ps4 launched like it launched with killzone and rezogun and knack like that's not a good investment at that point if you were asking people then if you asked anybody who had a ps4 at that point they're probably telling you that it's not really worth it but then you ask them why they buy it, you, you buy it because you know that the, the games will come. Yeah. And anybody who bought a PlayStation Day 1 like me, uh, PS4, uh, would probably agree that it was a worthwhile investment in the end. Yeah, <laughs> like, okay. It gave you a ton of fantastic games to uh, to play over the last uh, eight or so years. So, yeah, it's, it's tough to really kind of see where we are right now and, and assume we're going to get there. But I think that the flight path that sony and xbox have both provided like is way brighter than it was for the last consoles like yeah. way brighter absolutely um sam uh yeah kicking this off like it's as someone that has been a day one with the the next generation it was the most hype moment in a long time and uh i was looking back on a couple of youtubers that i really enjoy including the shirt that you're wearing right now that you made me take off because we were wearing the same shirt. I just want to make that very clear. He made me change my shirt before the show. Um, I was checking back at some of their, like, uh, most uh, popular videos, and, like, a number one thing was that day one unboxing video that kind of finally released and seeing some other unboxing videos, and there was just that level of hype. 
and the Xbox released theirs a couple days earlier, as everyone remembers, and they also gave them to creators a couple days before PlayStation gave it to the media. Um, and there was just this level of just it was it, it gave a lot of people hope when COVID was still just like beating people down over and over again, especially like with the seasonal depression kicking in and everything. It it was. It was awesome, and so now that we're five months removed, I I look back on how exciting it was, but I think you nailed it, where it is about the promise, um, right. where I was like, I know way too many people that have, are going to get a PlayStation 5 that have not yet, like, they are like, yep, I'm going to spend the 500 bucks, I'm like, why not just do it now, because or why not right. get your Xbox now, because... Then you get that awesome moment of playing God of War at 60, and you get a bunch of other things that are, it, it's, why not just give it a shot now sort of deal. Um, I, because same way with the PlayStation 4, like, you you know that it's going to be worth it eventually. You know that the games are going to come down. You know Naughty Dog's going to produce something else. You have Guerrilla Games working. You have... Uh, Sony Santa Monica on these big IPs that are awesome like that are going to be console sellers eventually might as well pick one up now right. and so on that has it been worth it the answer is unequivocally yes it's more just do you need one now I think is the next sort of step with this question because you're somebody that gave it up after the first couple of games basically you played your Demon Souls you played your Miles Morales and then you're like cool I don't need this until May, basically. Um, right. So where, where's your head at of, like, do you need a system now? And now that the hype's out of the way. Do I feel pressured to get a system now that there's more stuff to look forward to, like, in this next six months? Yes. Like, and do I think that if I had not played Miles Morales or Demon Souls, would I feel pressured to get one? Yes. So, uh... I can't say the same for Xbox Series X right now. I, I could say that probably after Halo comes out, depending on if it's good or not, or if it's really like the console seller that we think or hope it's going to be. Um, so yeah, I I think that I think that it's it's difficult to really it's going to depend on the person whether or not you're willing to dish out that amount of money for uh, the promise of the future. But like, it's not just that. Like, you're still buying it for. Demon Souls, which, in my opinion, is the best PlayStation launch title that they've ever had. Yeah, uh, it's not really stiff competition, but like that's like the best of the best that you can get day one on a console for for most uh, consoles ever. Uh, the only the only game that like really sticks out to me as being like a must have um, is is stuff from Nintendo, like Breath of the Wild and like Mario sixty four and stuff. But um, here, like I think. Or Mario World, Super Mario World. Um, but here, I, I think they have a really good offering on PlayStation. And I think that if you're somebody who wants your existing games to be better, like Series X is like so good at that with smart delivery um, that you're getting a lot of bang for your buck for playing older games on Series X. So, so you, it's one of those things that's like, it, it's hard to understand like the impact a piece of technology has on your life like right away but it's something that like you'll always like look back on and be like okay yeah that like was worth it so like for example a cell phone like 
I feel like we all get excited to buy a cell phone and then like it feels just a little bit better than the old one. But like it's that feeling over time that like makes it worth it, if that makes sense. Like yeah. you're not going to play something on your phone that makes it like, oh, this is why I bought this. This is worth it day one. And thank goodness I bought this. It's just like your life is increment, incrementally better um, over the course of two or three years. Um, and that's kind of how it is gaming console as well so is it worth it right now i think so um do i think everybody needs to go out and race to buy one no but also we have freaking mass effect trilogy coming up um yeah, dude, i'm that's, super excited for and for me i i have like this like i legitimately thought about because uh, we were talking about potentially shooting the show tomorrow i was like part of me wants to just push it tomorrow because I want to play two things. One, more Fall Guys. I freaking just want to get hop back into it. I had such a blast last night. And then two, I was like, I have so much schoolwork due tomorrow night at midnight. But do I want to just start Ratchet and Clank really, really badly right now? Yes. Like, because we do have all these right. awesome games coming up. And so, yeah, we have, we got the Mass Effect trilogy coming up. And that's going to be a bus play for me on that next gen, baby. We so. have Deathloop and we have um, Resident Evil. And we have freaking uh, Final Fantasy VII Integrade, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Like, it's all going to be crazy here in the next couple of months. Um, so, there's a lot that I want to play. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I have, I have a question for you. I feel so, like after 2021, this questions, that question is going to be a lot easier to answer. Yeah. Um, when do you think we see... I, I think, because you made it very clear, and I think I've made it pretty clear... God of War probably going to be pushed 2022. Um, when do you think we see Horizon? Um, after Ratchet, August, probably. If it's August, then I, I think that there's a chance we do. And I think that PlayStation Studios will will get a pretty decent look at what's going to be happening, whether they release it August or September slash October. Because if it's oh, September, when do you think we get the game? Yeah. Oh, what do you think? What do we think oh, I think it's coming out in November. I think you see it in August. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, I the, the other topic that I wanted to bring up, uh, we'll do a show about this probably. Is, it's really weird. We only got a couple weeks of content left until we shut it down for like a three-week break, basically. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I don't like blow our load on future topics, especially when we hit the summertime and everything. Um, but what's going to happen with freaking E3 and these announcements and these releases and such? Cause I'm, I'm stoked to see more of these awesome games that we saw in September and in August, uh, or sorry, July yeah. or June, June. Um, but yeah, getting back to the main point. Uh, so we do have these awesome promises of games of whether it be mass effect death loop ratchet and then down the pipeline horizon down the pipeline halo stuff like that uh and i feel like as a playstation consumer the promise is so it's almost too good it's almost like we don't deserve this amazing like idea of consistent awesome games and with that promise like i feel like People need to sort of... I, I, I disagree with you a little bit. I feel like people should be rushing the store still. And if you know you're going to get one eventually, then just get one now. And hop into the war zone with me and play at 60. Like, frames. You know, like, play play right. with the upgrades. Might as well if you're going to go and do it eventually. Obviously, times are tough, COVID and everything. But 
I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens in the future. I'm excited to see if it's going to be worth it. Uh, but every single day that goes by that I don't play my PlayStation or don't hop in on the game of Valorant on the PC or whatever it might be, I want to be doing that more. I want to play more. And right. it's it's awesome. I, I love it. I'm so stoked on how, how good of a stinking time it is to be a next-gen console consumer. Because I love right. playing these games. Um, I uh, Anything else to touch on before we hop to rapid fire? It's going to be a shorter show today just because of how under the weather I am feeling and such. But uh, Yeah, um, I mean, we can talk briefly about where Nintendo's going and what we think uh, is going to happen with that, that new Switch. Um, and when it comes to that, I think that investment is going to be iffy for a lot of people. I think it's rumored that the console is going to cost like 400 bucks. Yep. Um, and, but it has a lot of upgrades that I think are really uh, enticing. And if it actually has the, the games to back it up, like breath of the wild two and, uh, the new Pokemon game, um, and Splatoon three and stuff like that, uh, is that worth it? Is that worth getting well, in on? Or? Well, for me, that's when I'm going to go and be, I'm going to knock up, uh, go up to Ohio, knock on your front door and be like, so I heard you bought uh, this new Switch. Uh, I would love your old one for $100. And you'd be like, yeah, I'll take it for 100 bucks." <laughs> nah, you got to get the newest thing. It's 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 always worth it in the it, end. But for me, I, I, there hasn't been something worth it. it, it like On the this, Switch? Well, that's it, crazy. I... Because the reason that I love the Switch so much is the party games. I love playing with friends, and there's always a friend that has one. Like, we're going to do a 12-hour stream uh, probably to kick off summer and everything. And that's probably going to be, uh, like, I'm like, okay, we need a Switch for that because we, it's the party games. We want to play that Mario Party. We want to play uh, Smash. We want to play these awesome games. And... I'm like, cool. Which one of us has a Switch? Oh, Josh has a Switch. We're fine then. Check, check the box. Right. Like, we're we're good to go. So I don't... There isn't anything that's, like, beating me down where it's, like, you need to get a Switch right now. Um, but to speak upon the newest one, that that is going to be an interesting question because... Yeah, it, it, it doesn't... I'm not sold on the fact that it's a big enough jump and that it's worth the leap. Um, yeah. Because, like... Am I going to be able to play Breath of the Wild 2 on my normal Switch? And if that's the case, I don't need it. I don't yeah. like In the same I way guess. that I don't need to pick up a Series X because I have a PC. And I'll play Halo on the PC when it comes out. And so, it really, like, when it comes down to has Next Gen been worth it, I feel like it's worth it for PlayStation consumers. And I know that I'm out on this show, I'm, I'm normally the one just jaying off playstation a lot but like xbox isn't trying to play next gen they're not trying to play that game and with this new uh switch they they've got to call it something other than like obviously maybe stick with the switch ip but you got to call it something that like shows leap like big jump or else it's not gonna seem like it's a big enough jump and so right. playstation was the only one that really like stood up and like put their foot down and was like Next gen, we do generations. And yeah, sure, Miles Morales is on both consoles. And Horizon probably will be. And there are certain games. But you can't play Ratchet. You can't play uh, probably God of War 2. But like, on mm -hmm. your PS4. So they, they understand what a generational leap is. Uh, and obviously, so does Xbox. And so does uh, 
uh, Nintendo, but like, it just depends on whether they, how they market it on, is this a generational leap? Because the next generation is here and it's awesome. And I feel like every single person that is a gamer is like, this is it. Thank goodness we have it. Imagine playing Cyberpunk on the PlayStation 4. Like, it would suck. Like, you, like thank goodness right. we have these up-res consoles. But without... I think, Go ahead. Real quick, I, I do think that, that they'll market this new Switch as the next Switch. And, like, I think that they're going to kind of be in this weird space for the next while that they are... Nintendo as a company is going to be stuck on Switch for, like... 20 years the foreseeable future because or a switch type console like their whole shtick until it gets really old or they, they can't do it for some reason is that they are a high console maker and that is what they do uh, so by the way can you repeat that your discord dipped out just for a quick moment they are a and then continue to a hybrid time. console maker Great. for the foreseeable future um and i think they're better for it but at the same time like I think you kind of have to market that in a strange way um, where like, it, okay, like the reason that we know the difference between the Wii U and the, and the Switch is because like they're very different and, and yeah. Nintendo always does something very different from console to console. Um, so now like that they're just upgrading the existing like infrastructure that they've laid with the Switch. Yeah. Um, they have to really differentiate it just by the marketing and just tell you that it's a big leap. Um, yeah. And I think they could... I, do I think that they slap a two on the end of it? No. Do I think that they call it like Super Switch potentially? I think uh, that I, sounds. Good. I, I think a Super uh, Super Nintendo Switch is like a great name for it because uh, a lot right. of people know what a Super Nintendo is, and a lot of people know what a Switch is, and so just adding the word Super, like you could just imagine the box like next to the other one, and it like across the front, it, like and like a little sideways font, it goes Super, and then Nintendo Switch, like. Right. And for grandma, when she goes and buys that, it's pretty obvious this is the better one. Like, it, 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 you got to make it pretty obvious. And that's my big issue with potentially how it could go of if they don't make it, blow, like, blow. Like, it's got to be a big freaking leap of uh, everyone just noticing, holy crap, where it is easy for our parents, whoever's parents, our, our grandparents, like, to go and be like, all right. Here's he. I'm I'm at the store. Wait, which which game? Uh, Breath of the Wild two. All right, super. I want the super edition. But make it easy, you know. I don't know, man. I don't I don't think that exists. I don't I don't think that's such a fabricated problem that people always talk about, like with Xbox, like Xbox Series X, and there's the Xbox One X, and then there's the Xbox One S, and like it's so confusing. I'm like, it's, it's not like in this hypothetical, like situation of like grandma walking into the store for somebody else. Like that, like, isn't an issue. Like, we had, we had turbo on the podcast, uh, about a month ago now. Wow. Time flies. And his grandma was that grandma. Like at one point, which I'm pretty sure we talked about uh, it off the air, but he was like, yeah, there's one time my grandma went and bought a game that wasn't for, for my yeah. system. But yeah, man, it's, I can't believe it. Like, uh, I, it, it does happen. It does happen. I know it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. All right. Do we want to hop into this rapid fire? Sure. All right. Thank you. I, I did the rapid fire questions today, chat. Uh, there, we got some goodies. We got some, some, uh, fun stuff, some good stuff. Uh, 
Ooh, where's my notes? There they are. All right, Connor Evans. Kicking off with a fun one. BO2 or MW2? What's the better COD game? What's the better two? Black Ops 2 by like a quarter mile. Like by, by, So a good bit or just yeah, like... Yeah, yeah it's not even close. Um, I mean, like you're asking somebody who's very... Uh, very biased when it comes to this like i i got in like later into mw2 i wasn't like a part of it when it was like this massive movement um because black ops 1 was my like first cod so like i went back and played modern warfare 2 um the one bit that i would like argue about is like single player campaign i think modern warfare 1 to 3 it has like the better single player campaigns but i know nobody's playing it for that but yeah Black Ops 2 is the best multiplayer in COD history. It has the, or some of, if not the best. Something just fell. Is, uh, is um, everyone okay? Is your wifey okay? Everything okay? <laughs> oh, I think, I bet it's the... You got cats. Did the pan just, did the pan just fall off the uh, sink, Laura? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your high-res content for the week, man. Sorry. Let's go. Now you're good. I apologize. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, I think Black Ops 2 is the best multiplayer in, in the series. Um, and has some of the best zombies in the series as well. So, like, you gotta go with it. I, I fully uh, agree. I think MW uh, takes the cake, like you said, in campaign. Um, but people need to not sleep on that freaking multiplayer for BO2. Um, the iconic maps. sleep on it? I think people do. I, I think when people think of multiplayer, they think MW2 as like that that huge leap. But when you bring up maps, you bring up guns, and you bring up just how fun it was, whether you be bopping people to Remington or taking people out with the Peacemaker. Right. Like it's, I, mean, I think I liked it as much as I did because I just abused the Remington. It, it, like, it, I just like it was a shotgun oh, game. So it hard. was a shotgun yeah. game, um, which is weird because none of the other ones seem to be. Well, um, it, I feel like they were like. Okay, we got a shotgun game, and then they're like, next one's gonna be ARs, and like BO3 was a big. They're AR. all ARs. That's the issue. Is I feel like you just always use ARs or SMGs, SMGs depending on the game. Whereas I feel like you got to make everything viable um, in a shooter, yeah. um, which kind of sucks that they don't do that in COD. Yeah. All right. Um, are you excited for the new Suicide Squad game? So DC fandom came out and they were releasing a lot yeah. of different games. So this isn't the uh, like Batman Arkham without Batman Knight. games. This is yeah. the Suicide Squad. Or Gotham Knights. Uh, yeah, not Gotham Knights. Uh, yeah, I'm not excited for that at all. <laughs> like, not yeah. even a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like I, I trust the studio to make something that people who like uh, the Arkham games will like, but. At the same time, I mean, like, based off of that trailer, I'm like, that looks pretty mid. Um, and based off of, like, what we could potentially see from, like, a four-player, probably, like, co-op or, or switching between the characters type game, I'm like, that's just... It's just not an easy dub like the Batman games were. Yeah. Like, the Batman games, like, you put it with a decent studio, um, and Rocksteady's obviously very accomplished and... and uh, had had proven themselves uh now um but when they first got the the series had not um then like you have such a good like it's such a winning formula there with batman you stealth you have stealth missions you have hand-in combat and like you can just focus in on like making that fun but i feel like once you add four fucking playable characters into it it's like i don't know i don't know i don't I, and like i don't like those characters either like personally it's harley quinn deadshot 
Um, King Shark, I believe. King Shark, and then somebody else. Yeah. I was going to say Shark Dude. Um, and, like, the fact that I can't even remember the fourth one is, like, kind of all you need to know about where I kind of stand on it. Um, yeah, I don't think that game's going to be good. Um, though I don't really think that the Batman Arkham games are very good either, so. Uh, let me let me try to get it. Um, the game features Harley Quinn, Deadshot, Captain Boomerang, and King Shark as the four characters. That sounds so lame, though. Like, uh, I mean, like just saying that, like Captain Boomerang and King Shark is like, oh, how exciting! I mean, I even think Gotham Knights doesn't look that good either. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. For me, I I love like DC stuff. Like I'm like like Batman. Sign me up. Like I I'm not somebody that's like. Marvel's better, but like, who cares? Basically, they're both fun and they do different stuff. Um, after seeing how poorly Avengers did, and although it had like a decent campaign, as it being a games as a service, uh, I'm not excited. I'm not like, right. let's go. So, is that what that's gonna be? I, I don't uh, know. I kind of hope not. I kind of hope it's there's not bosses and side missions and like like uh, of right. like and raids. I don't want that from that game. Oh, uh, but even if it is. Either way, I'm just not excited. Uh, I could right. hardly, I could care less. I couldn't care less. Sorry. And then, last question: Do we need a Jack and Dexter reboot? Um, no, because I don't think people know what they want. If that yeah. makes sense, I think. So, so you, we have this whole movement to get Crash to come back. We get the Crash Bandicoot remakes because we know we like those games. We know that's a W there. They sell really well. We get It's About Time. It doesn't sell that well. Like, it, it's not... They're not going to make another Crash Bandicoot game. I don't yep. think. Um, as far as I could tell based off the sales figures that were put out. I, um, I do believe that Crash will be in Smash eventually, by the way. Okay. Do, do you think it will? I could care less. <laughs> if, if, Crash, if Crash Bandicoot is in Smash Bros., like, I'll actually, like... I, there's like a thousand other characters that I'd rather have over him, or really? whatever. Yeah, I I feel like Crash I I don't Smash. know what this obsession is uh, with having Xbox or PlayStation characters in Smash Bros. I I just, I just don't get it. Like, I think that's weird. But I, I feel like Crash um, makes the most sense out of a PlayStation character right now because it appeared on on a Nintendo console. No, not that? just that, but because I feel like Smash, as as dumb as it sounds, needs to be kind of cartoony. Like, there's a little, like, cartoon element to it, whether it be, like, you have Animal Crossing, but that has people, but it's a cartoon person. Like, the most, like, hardcore we have is Snake, I feel like. That's, like, the most, like, do 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 Like, yeah. it's, it's it, that's, so I feel like Crash is, like, that cartoon, because you're never going to get, like, Kratos in Smash. You're never going to get, what, uh, but even your, your boy, Sora cartoon like it's not your like right. main character is a uh, human so i'm not saying it's not gonna happen i'm just saying i i couldn't get less i would be it's like he's on the same level as like minecraft steve for me like yeah. i just like yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be hyped at all yeah so but, uh, yeah, but, exactly. but back to the question i i just don't think that people actually truly want that um yeah because at the end of the day like nobody i think the people who really want it will want it obviously um that like are huge jack and dexter fans have remained interested like from the beginning, but there's a reason that series went away. Like it's not great. It's, it's well, well. I mean, like I, I don't know. I don't remember specifically. I played uh, a lot of one, uh, but that was like one of the first games I ever owned. Yeah, was Jack and Dexter, um, the precursor legacy. I think is what it's called or something. Uh, 
and then I played a little bit of two and, and like that was about it. Um, but just removing my personal like feelings on it, like the nostalgia bus for these like PS2 era games, your Tony Hawks, your your Crash Bandicoots, uh, your Jack and Dexter's like Spyro, like I think there, there's nostalgia to cash in on there. But I think using the existing games is, is as far as you can take it just because clearly like it's just not working for a wider audience, which is sad. Like I would like to see something creative and interesting here, but um, for the most part, I just think we've kind of moved past a lot of 3d platformers aside from what Nintendo makes. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. It's not necessary. Uh, if they were to do something with it, they would need to basically blow it up and remake it from the ground up and just slap the same mm. title on it. Um, I'd love to see a remake, like a full remake of the original few games. But apparently, from what people have said, it is that it, it hasn't aged well. But yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I'm a, I'm sort of out on it. Like I, I don't need it. I don't really want it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's been your casual gaming conversation. If you like that, you can head over to Spotify on the Casual Gaming Conversation page or the Nemazal YouTube page, where we have a playlist set up with all of our episodes. As always, we have a blast on this show. If you like that, we also have a sister show to this show, The Casual Entertainment Conversation, where myself and Sam, the movie man Ross, come together, discuss entertainment, talking Marvel, talking old movies, talking new movies, talking news, whatever we want to talk about. A lot of fun. That normally is around 40 minutes to an hour. Uh, a little bit of a shorter episode today. Like I said, I was feeling a little bit under the weather, but we still want to make sure that we stayed on schedule. We only got a couple weeks of content left. If you like this show, we will be done with shooting content on uh the week of the 10th that's the last day that we shoot content and then we have our announcement video coming out about a week after that on the 16th and then this show will probably return in may so uh april basically we are taking off for a good bit and then uh and then we'll get back to it around in may with a lot of game reviews a lot of gaming news and a lot of gaming fun so ladies and gentlemen as always we salute you